All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tuck Rule Takes, the brand new self-proclaimed best Patriots podcast out there. Um, believe. See, it's already people are already saying it. You're saying it. I'm saying it. It's it's out there. I'm sure if people, you're listening right people. now. The people listening now, the people actually, special shout out to our German fans out in Germany. Ola, what's Hello. up, guys? Um, Ola. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying Ola because I don't know. Uh, anyways, Hello. guys, Mike Sullivan, as always, here with Liam, my Patriots partner. I'm going to keep calling you that until I find a better name. Liam, what's there going on? One. There isn't a better name. Uh, not a whole lot. I'm fresh out of work right now, feeling a little frazzled from the work day. There Trying to go. figure out what I'm going to do tonight. I got uh, the Packers on soon, which is going to be exciting. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to bounce back. So I'll probably unwind, watch that game. And uh, I'm no longer drinking during the week. So I am going to be enjoying this raspberry tea. That's fine. Look, I got my uh, my water or or is it vodka? We don't or know. Or is it? Um, Liam, I, I do uh, just a little public PSA to everybody. I know when we first started, I was going to do my little uh, – you know, a little hip hop themed intro. There's a reason guys, we had to stop the, the way I see it. If you are looking to grow your podcast, you got to be in with the local media, the local stuff like that. Rumor has it. There's some people in local media who do not like rap music. Um, Scott Zolak might really? be one of them. Yeah. You know, Cam Newton got criticized for it, for dancing, you know, to rap music at practice. So I think for the betterment of myself, Liam, of Tuck Rule Takes as a whole, we're not going to do any more, guys. I know everybody was looking forward to it, so I'm sorry. But guess what? We got something like better. That. We got something better to intro with today. Do we? We're in the fucking win column, baby. Let's go. Up city. Let's fucking go. One finally. one. Finally. I don't know about you, man, but it felt like it i almost forgot and i hate to say this as a patriots fan because you're gonna sound so fucking spoiled yeah, i almost so forgot conceited. what it was like to to like be happy about a win if that makes sense you know because like last yeah. season i don't know like the wins were still wins but yeah but they didn't feel like wins you were like whoo we no. uh we squeaked by no they they didn't feel like wins. And, and that's not a shot to cam newton listen we're not no. gonna bring up cam newton he's on the no, team no, no. I, I, I love I, cam newton Honestly, I do too. And I know I get, I get, uh, I get framed as someone who doesn't love Cam Newton. It's just, we don't need to bring up, oh, there were some throws that Mac made that Cam couldn't make that Cam could run this offense. Dude, I don't care. He's off the team. Like enough, enough. Speaking of Mac, Mac Jones, Mac attack, the highest rated rookie quarterback in week two out of everybody that was taken. Mac Jones played well, played well. I don't think we're going to. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think we're going to, you know, expect anything crazy yet. Um, the training wheels, so to speak, are on him, but we'll talk about that later. Um, I, like I told you before the podcast, I was the idiot who didn't bring up Mac Jones stats. So uh, thankfully I'm not alone. Uh, Liam, can you let us know how Mac Jones did? <laughs> I very much can, Mike. Thank you. So Mac went 22 of 30 for 186 yards. Whew, that was a mouthful. <laughs> thank you because it didn't i don't i wouldn't even have known what to because i know he he wasn't a great game but the 186 yards kind of surprising to me i don't know if i thought he was going to have more bigger or, or smaller you don't know i, I don't i don't know if, I, since you just watched the game would you have assumed did do you think that was conservative or do you think that was generous I kind of think that it was honestly, and this guy sound bad. I thought it was generous. I, I like the offense of this game, like disappeared to me. Like, yeah. like, like, like for me, the game was more about the defense. I mean, you know, Zach Wilson, 
dude, I, I know that you're probably going to be a good quarterback, but this just wasn't for you. Yeah. But yeah. No. We, we saw this coming too. We were like, this is not his day. <laughs> we did. I believe. Yeah. I think I even said you, you agreed. On our show. Food. We changed our mind for Al's show last week, which is a big mistake. Yeah. We got humble, which we shouldn't, we shouldn't mm-hmm. do. So next time we're not going to change our opinions because originally on this show, we did the schedule predictions. I was like 38 to three and you mm-hmm. had, you had something similar where it was going to be an ass fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was someone up there. No more, no more humble ability. No more. No. I don't know if that's. We learned from our mistakes. We'll admit, hey, we were wrong once. We're not going to do that again. No, no, never again. In fact, you know, we we said that Zach Wilson was going to get booed in his own stadium, and he did. But this, that was a this, great take. We're not talking about Zach Wilson, okay? I don't no. even talk about that twelve-year-old looking man. Our boy. guy didn't get booed. Our guy kicked ass, like you said, 185 yards. He didn't, he didn't eclipse 200, but you know, not, not the end of the world. One thing I did want to, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. Everybody talks about how it's all conservative and everything. So he had 185 yards in Tom Brady's, not his rookie year, but his second year with the team. Do you know how many yards he threw for in his first two games? Um, all the way back. In no, no. Each, each game. What would you guess? Do you think it's a lot, a little? What do you think? I would guess 115 his first game and 177 the second game. Kind of flipped. His first game, he had 198 yards. His second game, he had 108 yards. I say that to say this. Let's all stop fucking freaking out that Mac Jones isn't throwing for a bunch of yards. Yeah. Tom no. Brady was a game manager his first couple of years. He was. He was. And that that's not, I feel like that gets a bad rap to call someone a game manager. But all that means is that you're making the right decisions. I mean, if we're if we're being honest, which for a rookie, I feel like that's that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Um, I mean, call I don't a spade know. a spade. Yeah. I mean, he's not he this is his first year. This is his second game. Like, let's let's, you know, let's kind of calm down a little bit there. Yeah, but, I think um, people just are, like, too expecting of greatness. Like, they're expecting somebody to come in and get, like, uh, you know, second-year Patty Mahomes where, you know, in week one it's five touchdowns, and week two it's six touchdowns. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, we're not getting that. That's not realistic for anything. Yeah, yeah no, that's that's not going to happen. That was never going to happen, I don't think, just with the Patriots' offense. That's just not really how they yeah. do things. And, and they showed that perfectly this week because we are a running football team. And, you know, Damian Harris, 16 carries, 62 yards a tub. James mm-hmm. White, our Lord and Savior, five James carries, White. 20 yards a tub, baby. Oh, my Ken- God. That- <laughs> Kendrick Bourne had an end around. Like, we are a running football team. Yeah, they had reverses. Did you see? Yep. I love I, I was I waiting. It. I thought they were going to pull it out. My favorite trick play ever is the flea flicker. I don't know why. I just love it. Every time it happens, I like jump up. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. What kind of flea flicker? When he throws it to the wide receiver, they throw it back or like the running back pass? I, I like just your normal, your, your prototypical running back runs yep. up. Acts you like hand it off to him. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoop. And then he just, boom, bombs it over. But, um, but yeah, with, with, uh, with, with Matt Jones – even though he, you know, he wasn't, you know, crazy. His passes weren't amazing. He had some awesome passes when he dropped it in the bucket to Jacoby Myers. Yep, I think that, that was, that, that was like the James White throw uh, in week one. When yes. he just dumps it over. That, one of those passes that make people go. <gasps> exactly. I, I know I did that. Yep. <laughs> that's, word for word, even though those aren't words. Yeah, no, just sounds. Yep. That's, that's what Patriots fans, I feel like that's what we should be excited about are are those plays like if you want if you want the quarterback that's going to put up 
300, 400 yards and, you know, three touchdowns, but might have a few picks and they lose the game or something. That's fine. Go, go have that. And I'm sure those days will come with Mac. Virtual certainty. Exactly. Yeah, it's his second game. I, I just, I I, like, what are we doing? I mean, well, the one thing that I saw that really excited me that I liked about Mac Jones, and, and then I'll let you kind of touch on whatever you liked about him. Cause I know, you know, we're both still steadily feeling pretty good about Mac. He ran the two minute offense pretty well. Like I, I think it was towards the end of the half when they yeah. had it. And you know, like it seems like he has a good control of the offense. Like that, that's really all the shit I'm looking for. I don't need the even though of course we want the friggin' 40, 50 yard bombs to Aguilar, whoever, but I don't know. I liked I overall for his performance, I give him a solid B. Nothing crazy, nothing good, nothing bad, just I a like that. good performance. B. I would give him a C. See, not uh, that almost sounds too mean. Maybe a C plus because he did, <laughs> he did, he did, he did fine. He didn't turn the ball over, didn't mm-hmm. put the ball in harm's way. There was not one pass that he put in the air where I was like, oh shit, like that didn't happen once. Yeah. Every time that was up in the air, I'm like, all right, that's either caught or incomplete, and I'm not worried about it. Uh, he he had some great reads. He's not rushed whatsoever. That man. It looks like he's reading a book in the pocket. He is not worried about it whatsoever. No. Guys are in his face, falling around. Hands are reaching out for him like a zombie attack. He's like, I, th- I think I got James White downfield. He's not worried about anything. I love that. Calm, cool, and watch ya collect it. So I love, love, love about that. That is a trait for our quarterback because that's key for anyone. In the biggest moments, you want him calm, cool, and collect. And obviously, this is a Jets game. It's not the biggest moment. Last week was a huge moment for him, but that just gives me faith. When the lights shine the brightest, he's always even keel. He's always not worried about it. He is a personification of his head coach in a sense where he's just like, I'm going to go out there and do the job. So I mm-hmm. really like that, but... This was a road game. This was a he won his first game. Like regardless of who you who he was playing, all that like it was still a road game, which I think that means something for a rookie on the road. Like it didn't look like he it didn't look like it phased him at all. Yeah, he's playing against athletes who have trained their whole life to stop what he's doing. Yeah, and they've all been in the league longer than him for the most part. And uh, I think his composure is unmatched. It's fantastic, and that's my biggest love from him was just his composure mm-hmm. and his patience um i didn't like i think he did leave some points on the board which is crazy to say because we smoked them but yeah 25 to six not, to not have a touchdown i think he definitely had a couple opportunities there were mm-hmm. plenty of three and outs where you're like eh, we totally should have had that a couple where you're like i i want to build a go for it a couple times and i knew it wasn't realistic because we were kicking their ass and there's no point in going for it yeah bill bill yeah. likes this you know <laughs> squash it in a little bit but he's not like that mean i uh i had some concerns hunter henry again just two catches this week two catches last week he's catching them didn't have a drop everything Mm -hmm. that goes to him he's catching but not a huge part johnu smith is the best tight end on this team and it's really not that close and i thought hunter henry was going to be the yards guy i thought johnu smith was going to be the touchdown guy do you Awkward. think in the, this this is something I was thinking? Do you think you know how Henry had some nagging injuries coming into the coming into the yeah. season? Do you think that maybe that's why? And I know that they're both they're both very good. And I know that Smith is getting the play right now. Do you think the injury had something to do with maybe while they're like Bill 
Coach Belichick, not fucking Bill. Coach yeah. Belichick knows that he can that he can kind of you know slowly bring Henry into the offense because he has Smith. And now that Smith is kind of a little dinged up, he was questionable for pretty much the whole yeah. week. Uh, now I feel like we're gonna it's gonna flip a little bit. We're gonna see more Henry or or something like that. I, I feel like they have ways they can go depending on who's feeling the best or something like that. Which right now seems like they're both nicked up. Yeah. See with Bill, uh, normally I'd be like, "Yep." Hunter's injured, like, you're kind of waning him into the offense. We don't need him right now. You know, Mm -hmm. toward the end of the season when things get gritty, when they know they've seen a couple of games from us and they start game planning, that's when he breaks them out. Uh, When they're injuries, he's going to be big time. But with Bill, I feel like there's always something underlying, some idea behind this carton that we can't see. Mm -hmm. And if I'm going to go go on a limb here, I think he's just – Force feeding Johnu Smith, trying to make people kind of forget about Hunter Henry, even mm-hmm. though like people still game plan for him. But then when it really matters in like the big games, I just can imagine Hunter Henry gets like eight catches for a hundred something yards, and they just force feed him. And Johnu Smith is you know they work him around for end arounds. They'll give him the ball to run it. He had like I said four catches, twenty eight yards, not crazy amount of yards but yeah. super reliable. They put him all over the field. They line him up wide. They bring him in close. Yep. Um, so teams are always watching where the hell John Smith is going. Cause he can be anywhere. He can be in the goddamn backfield. Mm-hmm. So that makes you forget about Hunter I can't Henry. wait till he gets put back there. Oh, oh my God. So like Hunter Henry's always in the same spot. He's just slightly split off the line or he's down in a three point stance. And I, uh, I think that he's just kind of hiding this weapon in a sense and that he can unleash mm-hmm. him at another time. With Bill, there always seems to be something there, and I think he's going to utilize one when he needs them type thing. Like, I remember uh, Tim Wright, who used to be the backup. Tim Wright, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Tim the Wright. Backup tight end, yeah. Yep. I, mm-hmm. I loved him when he was in Tampa Bay, and then the Patriots signed him as a backup, and I was like, I fucking love this guy. And mm-hmm. Obviously, we had Gronk. This was just after Hernandez murdered somebody, so we needed a backup tight end. And um, multiple people, multiple people. Allegedly, uh, I don't know yeah, if it's allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I don't know. I don't know if we have to throw <laughs> that caveat in there, but yeah, yeah. But, um, everyone knows what happened. But uh, <laughs> so in Tim Wright, like everyone was focused on Gronk. No one gave a shit about him. Tim Wright had a very quiet, like seven touchdowns that year, mm-hmm. just because Bill was like, no one's paying attention to this guy, and he's yep. very, he's very capable. So I think it's going to be the same thing with Hunter Henry, where he's going to become a forgotten piece in this offense especially early on where two catches last game, two catches this game, people are going to be like, all right, he's not really a factor. Maybe he's injured. So people will disregard him in a sense. Defenders in a game aren't thinking like that. They're yeah. just going to be like, all right, Hunter Henry's not rolling. Johnny Smith's rolling. So obviously the attention goes towards him and boom, Hunter Henry kills you. So I think there's always something uh, below the surface with Bill. And I think this is a weird strategy thing. So I'm not too worried about it. Obviously I'd like to see more from our tight end. Yeah, our other tight ends killing it. So it's like, hey, if one of them's killing it. See, I agree. I agree with exactly what you're saying, which I know. Don't worry, guys. We will disagree on things. Don't worry. Like, I know it's boring to hear people agree all the time, but this is just a fun episode. Okay. The Patriots fucking won a game. Like, we're one and one, tied with the Chiefs. Look at the score. (laughs) What's there to disagree about? Yeah. We kicked ass. Get out of here. But with with the Hunter Henry thing, um, I think 
what you said, I think the, the players on the field during the game are going to kind of be lulled into, you know, oh, we don't, you know, maybe, maybe we can kind of start creeping, kind of like, you know, start letting the eyes creep towards Smith or Myers or Aguilar or something. The coaches yeah. obviously aren't going to forget him because it's their job, no. but the players on the field, I mean, you got to think if you're covering someone, you know, it's almost like I equate it to, you know, in baseball when you're playing, you know, center field ball that hasn't been hit to you all game. So you're just kind of looking at the butterflies, you know, yep. playing with your cup. And then all of a sudden the ball gets hit to you and you're like, Oh shit, I forgot him in the game. So yeah. not, maybe not, you know, quite like that. No, but, but I know what you mean. You're guarding <laughs> that's Hunter what it's Henry. Be. Hunter Henry's going out for, you know, 15 to 20 routes a game. Mm-hmm. And you're like, he's not catching anything. He's not catching mm-hmm. anything. I'm just kind of going through the works here. Boom. Then it happens. You're like, yeah. Oh, fuck. And, and I think that, that brings me to something I want to bring up with this often because I see people, um, I see, which it alarms me because I see media members as well, which I guess not so much, but I see a lot of fans saying shit like this where they're like, why did we sign Johnu Smith or Hunter Henry or Bourne or Aguilar? They're not getting these targets, these targets. Guys, you have to remember what team you're talking about. This is the Patriots. Other than Gronk in Edelman, some games, the ball gets spread around. You know, you can't sit there like I, I remember because I, I used to think this too, where it's like, wait a minute, where has you know, where has you know Wes Welker been all game? Where's Edelman been? Where's Gronk? Yeah. You see, this team isn't built to force feed players. You know, this isn't like the Steelers when they had Antonio Brown and they would feed them 12, 13, 14 passes a game. Like they're gonna go to the open guy for the most part. Now, again, sometimes is Matt gonna miss someone deep? He may. I guess he did on that reverse. I guess he had. Um, I guess he had Myers deep or something. Whatever. Yeah. Which we, you know, that's that's gonna happen though. But to to my bigger point, stop worrying about how come we're not seeing this person's name or this person's name. I don't think that that really means anything because. Like I said, this isn't an offense that is fixated around one person. You have Aguilar, Bourne, and Myers, who have all showed that they can catch the ball and do stuff with it. You got Smith and and Henry, who can do things with the ball. Like, I think we have to calm down. And the other thing we have to calm down with, um, why? And this reminds me of our guest last week, Maddie B. Maddie with the three Ts. Maddie B. Does not like Josh McDaniels. And listen, I get it because to me, the offensive coordinator is almost like a left tackle. You never hear his name. And when you do, it's because you're saying something bad. It's a very un, unceremonious position or whatever. I don't even know if that's the right word. I'm so frazzled. But with Josh McDaniels, you guys have to think. I saw so many people tweeting and all this. I had to mute a couple people. I, I told you I had to mute a couple people. I couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to I didn't want to get into it. Then we'd have another Applebee's fiasco. Yep, on our of hands. course, I don't need a bunch of clowns. We don't want that. I don't need that. By the way, Applebee's is the best. Um, Anyway, though, (laughs) fine eating establishment. It is. It it really is. They tried to make Applebee's like a nightclub uh, up in New Hampshire where I'm from. It was weird. Anyway. um, Uh, That's ambitious. Stay within your bounds. Come on. Come on. Two for 20. That's it. You got cool drinks. Whatever. Yeah. With, With McDaniels, first of all, just talking about this game. How do you want him to draw up these crazy plays? And we're going to talk about this part in a little bit when the O-line is struggling to protect Jones. You know what I mean? You're not going to draw up all these crazy, you know, four five second, you know, routes. You're going to have screens, quick plays, or you're going to have runs. It's that simple because guess what? McDaniels doesn't care about the style points. He's trying to keep his rookie quarterback healthy. And I get it. It's frustrating because we've seen Mac throw the ball. He can throw it really well. But the thing is, the, the training wheels are still somewhat on because he's still a rookie. People forget that. How many people wanted Matt Jones to sit behind Cam Newton? And now those same people 
are saying, exactly. Uh, uh, like yourself, a lot of people in just, you know, whether it's ingrained in you or just it's what you wanted, you wanted Matt Jones to sit behind Cam Newton and learn and develop. Now that he's in the game, those same people are saying, oh, take the training wheels off, let him fire it around. What happened? What, like, so he can't, he still has to develop. He's still a rookie, no matter how good he looks, he is still a rookie. I think that all these plays, these big deep passes everybody wants, they're going to come. It's going to be a little frustrating at first. Bill has always said, and I, I beat this into the ground every time, first four weeks are an extended preseason, which sucks because week four we're playing Tom Brady. But, yeah, but you know, I, I just – I don't get the McDaniel say because then all of a sudden he draws up some trick plays and everybody loves it. So it's just one of those things where, you know, you – like I told Maddie last week, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yep. McDaniel's track record speaks for himself. The one thing McDaniel's can't can't make up for is the O line. What the fuck? Like, it's I, so bad. I get it. I get it because my like my view on it. This position more than any on the field. If you take one guy out, it fucks a lot of things up because you know you do rely on the guy all that stuff. When yep. Trent Brown they is in the game. Exactly. Because you got to worry, you know, those offensive linemen become almost like family, like brothers, and they know what the other person's going to do. You take one person out, Trent Brown, it fucks everything up. I'm not worried long term when Trent Brown comes back, he's good. But I know you saw it too. The O line pissed me off this game. Completely pissed me off. And they pissed me off last game too. They made Emmanuel Ogba look like fucking Bradley Chubb or yeah, Demarcus Ware and his hater. Yeah, yeah some, like, some ridiculous thing. And it was so obscene. I was pissed about it last week. This week, obviously, I can't be as bad because we smoked him. It's just going to have to be one of those things that we're going to have to utilize the short passing game until, you, like, everyone gets back and everyone's healthy. And then you hope at that point that they can protect the more than Mac more than they are right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just so annoying, first of all. But it is, it is slightly – That's the word. That's the perfect word. It's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just ah. – I don't know what to do because obviously we want our rookie quarterback to get better. And it's, he stuck it between a rock and a hard place. Cause mm-hmm. if he pushes it downfield, he doesn't have enough time to push it downfield. So if he gets a pass off, it's not going to be as good as if he had time in the pocket, everyone gets pissed if he throws five yard routes, but he doesn't have time for, or, or you know, yeah, but he doesn't have time for anything else. Yeah. It's like the ball's got to get in his hands and get out fucking quickly because there are guys in his face immediately. And yeah. that's why I gave Mac so much props because there are dudes so much bigger than him. Every fucking play inches from him about to give him a mean hit. Diving at his legs. Yeah. He could hit him in the pass. helmet. Did, yeah. did you see the play where he got helmets on both sides of his head? Yeah. He got crushed. It's just so bad. And Hey, I believe that a rookie quarterback should get, take his fair share of hits. I want somebody who gets roughed up a little bit in their first year to really give them a sense of what the league's like. And when I played football, I loved getting hit. As weird as it sounded, I just love, like, that's what makes football football. If you mm-hmm. can get bundied, like, it, that shows you that you're playing football, you're not playing any other sport. Something I really liked about Andrew Luck, every time he got hit, knocked down, sacked, as Annoying as it would probably make his team, he was always like, "Hey, good hit! Like that was an awesome hit." I'd be, just, I'd be livid. I'd be like, "Dude, yeah." Don't, oh, he, he loved being hit. He would always be like, "Hey, that was a good hit!" To all the mm-hmm. defenders who knocked him down, mm-hmm. and it's just like something about Andrew Luck. He just loved the physical contact of football. Even if he got bodied, he was like, 
Yep, I'm still alive. I'm still here playing. Yeah, he loves it because he knows sport. it's a contact or a collision sport. Yeah. He knows that he's going to get hit. So, like, dude, just hit me. I know it's going to come. Like, yeah. like, let's just go. Get me in the flow of the game. But then I don't want a David Carr situation where you get sacked a record time in your first year and never get on the ball and then well, yeah, you lose the rest of your career. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you got to find the sweet spot where you let him get jacked up a little bit but not too much. And right now, Mac is bordering on getting jacked up too much. Like mm-hmm. the offensive line is is not doing well. And it's not like super concerning, but yeah, it's but fairly, it's still, it's fairly it's, concerning. I think – I, I think you had the, I don't remember exactly what, what uh, metaphor you use this for, but you know, the house is on fire, but there's, you know, the, the basement is getting a little hot, you know, there's something yeah, like, wait, yeah. there's a, there's a leak somewhere. Somebody we fell asleep it. smoking a cigarette in the basement. Yeah. There's that's You know, we can still fix it. We just stomp it out or tighten up a valve or whatever, which I do think, like I said, Trent Brown, everything that we've heard, it's nothing crazy. Like he might miss next week or whatever but he's not going to miss the whole season nothing's torn nothing's yeah. pulled it's just not even injury. a long period of time in the season no no i mean i mean up until this week he he was still listed as questionable you know i yeah. mean I, I mean up until this game so even if he doesn't come back for this week come back against brady that's all i, I we need we need all yeah. all you know all bullets all hands on for that but yeah, um sign gilmore for that one uh, yeah, yeah. Can he? I wish he could like come off pop as like a different person, like you know, wear a different person's oh my jersey, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other uh, other than the O line, there there was really nothing else to complain about. You know, people wondering why Bill was running the ball at the end of the game. Listen, he's trying to run clock. I know he yeah. was at like the whatever. He was just trying to get that game. Dude, he's with. just yeah, get get the rookie's first win, whatever. Yeah. He was um, already thinking about the Saints in the third quarter. He's like, All right, he no, was yeah. stop, Jameis. He, that's what he was thinking. He was probably sitting there like, okay, so I know that he threw five touchdowns one week and they threw a bunch of picks the next week. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of um, not actually not speaking of anything, because this has nothing to do with anything we were saying. Do you know who scored a touchdown this week? A very specific person that we love. James White. Sweet feet. Sweet feet, James White. Say it with us fans. Sweet, sweet feet. feet. He did. And he, he made did. me so much money because once I saw that Stevenson was out, I was like, I am hammering. Yeah. James oh, yeah. White touchdown. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, it was a given. After he was yep. so good last week, he yep. still has a lot of value. He's one of the, we say it all the time, arguably the best pass catching back in the league. Yep. It was a given that he was going to do something. I thought it would be a receiving touchdown, his rushing touchdown. Would yeah. Play. Yeah. Me too. I didn't think it would be a, it'd be a rushing one. It, yeah. It, he he still has he, the value. He had five carries for 20 yards which is not that impressive one of them was a touchdown though it was a damn good touchdown yeah it was it was nice you know at the i feel like whenever you run when you're that close to the goal line whenever you run in for a touch i always think it's impressive because it's so congested in there like i feel like it's it's just it's nice to see the one thing with james white too everybody's like oh you know i think i saw um was it Tommy Curran or someone, you know, tweeted like, Oh, you know, everybody thought that, you know, James white lost a step. Hey, listen, asshole. He didn't lose a step. Hold on. Let me, let me pick the mic up. He didn't lose a step. Okay. His fucking dad died last year. Like let's, let's, let's like kind of sit for a second. He, He didn't get COVID nothing like that in week two. His parents got into an accident. His mom was in critical condition. I, I believe she's good now in, in, yeah. in everything, if it I, if like I read correctly. Um, and his father passed away. I'm sorry, guys, but how can you expect him 
to have a great year. He didn't lose a step. He didn't do all that. To me, it's disrespectful to say that to, to him. Like, yeah. think, think about these people more than what their fantasy value is or what their value is to the team. People that do a real person. Line. Yeah. Like, 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 come on. The dude's a real person that passed away. And I know that's probably still weighing on him. Shit. It'd be weighing on me, but it's, yeah. it's clear. He's his head at least is back in the game. He he's pretty much said as much too. So let's, let's stop with the James white slander. It will never be tolerated here. Never. Not once, not ever. Nope. I, I will find uh, not even minuscule slander, not even you, any you slander. Can't say his name with a poor tone on this podcast. No, 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 I don't. Nope. No, I don't hear. Oh, James White. Excuse me. Shut up. What was that? I don't. I, yeah, I didn't hear a James White. I heard no, a, uh. it's it's sweet feet. It's not okay feet. It's not dull yeah, feet. Exactly. It's sweet feet. Yes. Sweet feet. JFW James Preach. fucking White. That's right. I'm sorry. That's it. That like that got me because I was thinking. It's just I don't know. It didn't. Hey, we we gotta do it. Like I don't know. But James White though, I do think he's gonna be a valuable part to the team. Everything like that. Um. I want to get to I want to get to the defense too, uh, but there's two more people I want to talk about. One is a Jets player, the other is a certain running back who we thought was going to be in the doghouse. One, I fucking hate Braxton Berrios. Fucking can't stand him. I know he former Patriot, great. I know, and I can see your face if you're watching on the tube. Liam seems shocked. I don't know why. I haven't told him this 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 take. Just so you all know, I think we've told you every week. We do not go over these takes with each other. We hit each other with them. You know, very rare kind of virgin words going at each other. Don't like Braxton Berrios. Discuss why? why? Dude, he gives me the vibe. He gives me the vibe that he's just like a little a little shit. I don't know how to explain him. He's just a little shit. Well, you're wrong. Do you is he is he related to you? No, he might as well be. He is. Uh, God, I wish he was my dad. I love <laughs> Braxton Berrios. His daddy or daddy? Because it seems I wish, like both. Yeah, I wish. Oh. I wish he was either. Yeah, like I would love him to be my dad, or I wish he was. I was born under him. He is a fantastic all around player. I'm sure he is stellar, stellar, well rounded, solid, solid dude down to his core. Do you know where he went to school? Mike Sullivan, tell um, me where he went to school. You have no idea. The the school for dodos. I don't know where. No, go. you fuck. He went to the U. Oh God, I should have known. He went to the University oh, of Miami, known. the prestigious palace down in Coral Gables, Florida. And you are gonna talk shit about this man, a former Patriot, nonetheless, who Bill saw him with his own two eyes. Will Bill will. Looked at the Braxton Berrios through the windows of his soul and said, this is somebody I want for my team. And you're going to make fun of him. He's an extremely solid, well-polished, nothing crazy, but just all around a solid player. If you throw it to him, he's going to catch it. If he returns punts, he'll get good yardage for it. I, I cannot even imagine why you think this. And I encourage you to go look at any Braxton Berrios video you can. And you will change your mind. He's a stellar, stellar player. There's nothing to hate about that man. If if he, I was going to say something really fucked up. If he committed a terrible, terrible atrocity of a crime, I would still love that man and defend him to his dying day. I would go in court and testify, say he is innocent. If he was, if there's videotape of him murdering somebody in the street, I'm going in court and saying he is innocent. I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if it's coming through 
if you're listening, but if you are watching, I don't think in the, in the, the long time I've known Liam, I don't think I've ever seen him more passionate about someone than he is about Braxton fucking Barry Oaks right now. Why wouldn't I be? He was one of the best receivers at Miami. Truly get, does, a, he is above and beyond everything he is through his God-given ability. He was given an extremely average frame, not a stellar height, and fairly athletic. And he takes that and fucking runs with it. And he does much more than I would ever expect anyone of his mass to do in the sport of football. You know what it is? I think it's because he does have, he does play with that chip on your shoulder attitude. And I know when he was with the Patriots, I liked him. I think he's just one of those players that when he goes to another team and he does, there's just some, some things sometimes with certain players, there's just, there's just certain vibes and not, not even vibes. Maybe like it's a swag because he yeah, knows which where I he get. came from. Yeah. He went, he went to it. the football powerhouse. That is the U. I know. He and went he to made it out unscathed on the other side. Now, <laughs> obviously carving out a somewhat mediocre to mid-range role in the NFL. But if given the chance, I, I would sign him on my team 10 times out of 10. I would cut an all-star, a pro bowler to get Braxton Berrios on my team. Would you Would you switch Gunner for Braxton Berrios? Gunner I, would switch, I would switch six Gunners for Braxton Berrios. Where has Gunner been, by the way? And, and I know I literally just said, you guys shouldn't say, where has this person been? But I literally have not seen him other than on the kickoffs. Is that like, yeah, I know. if that's his thing, that's fine. I, I think maybe, so what, he just can't crack the offense, which is fine. Um, I think but, there's just too many weapons now, and they're really trying to give Bourne okay. a chance, which is kind okay. of unfortunate because Bourne is shit in the bed. I think, well, see, I think with Bourne, though, he – I think he's he is kind of falling in like not the trap, but like what this offense is, where he's he's not blowing you away because he's not really involved that much. But when you think about it, each game, like Aguilar had a relatively big game week one, kind of quiet in week two, like oh, and then and then you know who's coming back? I think week four, the the god himself, Nikhil Harry. Or is that oh, week? Oh, lucky us! Huh? It's either think, four, I six, think, or I eight. I thought it was six. Is it, is it six? Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe it's I six. He go, I, th- I thought he comes back with Gilly. It doesn't matter. He can come back in week 13. I thought either way, sure. dude, I don't, I, before, before we move on to Damian, big D Harris, do you think Harry's going to do anything when he gets here? Yeah. Marginally. I think he'll, yeah. you know, have a touchdown or two. I think he'll have touches. his first game back will be good. And I think he'll slowly start to decline and then he'll just get, He'll just yeah, because the other pass. team doesn't know what to expect. They don't expect him yeah. out there, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 why I think it's gonna happen too. I agree with you. Uh Damian Harris, we both kind of thought that he was gonna be in the doghouse. Um most definitely. I thought he was gonna get cut. I thought I thought well, we all thought that you know some crazy shit was gonna happen. Damian Harris broke off probably my favorite one of the year so far. And I don't know if you saw it. It looked like he was kind of getting hit by a lot of people. He probably had, you know, he's probably going to be a little bit sore after the game. What I would tell him, I'd say, Mr. Damian Harris, sir. I would say, sir, because I feel like he could beat me up. Yep. Damian Harris, have you ever heard of Exogun, sir? He would say, wow, I have, Mike, but tell me more about it. So I would say, Damian, do you ever work out? Feel like you need a massage after? Hmm? Sure well, I can get you, I can get you a workout without leaving the locker room, stay in the locker room, or just stay on the sideline, have one of the boys do it, have Nikhil Harris. Or on the trail. If he's on the trail, Damian Harris doesn't strike me as a trail guy, but if really? he is ever on the trail, I would say, 
I would feel bad for that trail. That he that man looks like he punishes the ground when he walks. He's got stomping mud holes in that trail. Stomping mud holes. I would say, Damian Harris. Let me tell you. I know. I know you probably never thought it was possible, but guess what? It is because the Exogun is portable, adjustable, powerful. Uh, it's trusted to deliver the ultimate in recovery, which after that badass run we're about to touch on, you need the recovery. You need the percussion therapy too. Damian Harris strikes me as someone who loves, loves the penetrating deep strokes, the rapid concentrated pulsating strokes. You know why he loves those? Cause he loves to gain back his body and achieve a long-term pain relief. Um, Damian Harris, everybody else go to, um, check out when you buy an exo gun get 10% off cgs10 at checkout like i said that's cgs10 get 10% off uh get your exo gun today and you sir everybody liam you too treat yourself to a massage at a moment's Noted. notice dude what did you think of that run i leapt out of my seat stellar that was uh, some legarrett blunt type <laughs> shit is how i categorized it in my notes i said blunt I have, force trauma exactly i have a notes that just says like Garrett Blunt type shit. And I put Damian <laughs> Harris's run right under that category. I was like, that was beautiful. What was it like 26 yards or 30 yards? I, yeah, I, I think it was, yeah, I think it was like 26, 32 yards, something like that. He yes, broke seven tackles. Yeah, the yardage is not the point we're focusing no, on here. No. He just bouncing, dudes were playing pinball with him, just one. Marshawn Lynch, that's what I thought. Up. Yes. And then, I just love the ultimate effort when it comes to football. Like I loved Edelman because he dived for every touchdown, jumped and killed himself for every catch. Probably why he's not playing anymore. Probably, (laughs) but you know, sacrifice have to be made for the greater good. Damian Harris at the end of that run gets bottled up maybe two yards before the goal line. And I was waiting for the offensive lineman to come and hit him and knock him in. They just run right in. Don't make an impact. Don't push him whatsoever. I, they looked like they were running there full speed. He didn't move an inch. More Jets guys pile in front of him. He does this one jump step where he kind of jumps forward, plants his feet, and pushes off and fucking lunges everyone into the end zone with him. Oh, my God. What a hype run. It was I, amazing. Uh, that's something that you really need to do after a two-fumble week to go in there and just will yourself into the end zone. That yep. was pure will and determination the true meaning of determination. That's what he showed getting into that fucking end zone. Did you see who was there with him? Did you see who was there? Not, not just David Andrews. I love that David Andrews is always around for these piles. Did you see a certain rookie quarterback, number 10, Mac Jones hustled his, his frumpy ran the same distance up there. Same thing right on his tail the whole time. Run Damien. I got you. Damien. But throw a block. He didn't. That's what he said. He was like, I'm coming. He did. He actually threw the greatest block I've ever seen on one of the reverse plays. Yeah. Oh, on the reverse. Oh my God. The greatest. I don't, I don't think their linemen probably saw that block and they were like, Holy shit. Mac just pancaked together. I just get leveled by 10, (laughs) but I loved it though. I, I loved that run was awesome. That I think to me, as he was like, it was just, it was just indicative of, of just like the whole, the whole game, the whole team, how this, how this season's going to go for the Patriots. I think that it's, it's not going to be easy. They're going to have to, you know, jump some hurdles, do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, do you see all the people in that pile? Everybody, you had the oh. center and the quarterback that were right there pushing him in. 
I mean, yeah. and honestly, like you said, did he need it? I don't think so because dude, he was yeah. taking. It three, didn't look four, like they had any impact. In. They ran in there full speed. And <laughs> and nothing happened. And he didn't move, and I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, "He's not getting in." And then again, one big jump, two feet off the ground, throwing himself in the end zone. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was. That's it, the only word beautiful. to describe it. Really. I think I am. I'm happy that he's not in the doghouse. Uh, Stevenson might be in the doghouse, but guess what, man? He's a rookie too. And you know, yep. the Ivan fears, the running backs coach has already said, he's like, Hey, the dude's got stuff to learn. So you know what, if he's got to sit for a few more weeks, I'm fine with the trio of um, James White, of course, Sweet Feet, Jesus, yep. uh, Damian Harris, and J.J. Taylor. I'm, I'm fine with that. If that's what you got to roll with uh, until, you know, Stevenson kind of matures or whatever he needs to do to, um, you know, tell the coaches he's ready to go. Um, other than that, do you have anything else you want to touch on with the offense? Because I think I'm kind of spent. The offense was good, but I don't think that's the story of this game. Yeah, that uh, that pretty much sums it up for the offense, I would say. There's just so much more to talk about on defense. Speaking of the defense, they had an awesome game. I don't care what you said. Anytime you pick off someone four times, four, not one, not two, LeBron, not three, LeBron, but four, four picks, two for J.C. Jackson, who, I mean, I love that he's playing well because this just means more when Gilly comes back and that's going to be good. Yeah, they had – a ton of pressures. They had 12 pats that had one pressure at least. Matt Judon had seven. Uche had six. Barmore had three. And Hightower had two. I mean, this this front seven, and this was without Kyle Van Oy or Ronnie Perkins, who is the, the pick that everybody thinks is going to end up being something. He he was still out. Kyle Van Oy was out with a throat injury. I don't I, – Oh, I God. Mean, That's a throat injury. Um, but – this front seven is going to be a problem. That's that's how I see. It. I, I I'm I'm assuming you feel the same way. I'm pumped every play. First of all, you can always tell where Matt Judon is because he wears the fucking long sleeves, and like it is, it is distracting because I just see him running. He's got the red long sleeves. It's just I, I fucking love this defense. There's so much to love about this defense. Yeah, I mean, there's there with. You have the picks, you have Bentley, you have Jennings, who are kind of, I mean, Uche, we know he's going to be good. We, we saw that. Um, then you got Hightower, who's back healthy. He's producing Kyle Van Hoy Kyle when he gets his throat fixed. He'll be back. He'll be kicking ass again. Christian Barmore, that was the guy I wanted to talk about. Christian Barmore, and I think I even texted you. I was like, he is a big fucking individual. He is a mass of man meat. He is huge, huge, huge. And I think him, you got guy who's still doing things in there. The one person I do feel is left out, Chase Winovich. I see him on the field, but I don't hear his name. I haven't as much. heard of him in forever, and I don't know what the deal is because he was so sick. Yeah, I don't. I, I I don't know if there's just not a need for him anymore. But do, do you ever need any less pass rush? He that's he used to get after the quarterback like no one else on the team. Yeah. Yeah, that's just it. I don't know. I know that he missed a lot of time in the preseason. So, so you know, this is – I think he actually missed the entire preseason. But I think – so maybe he's just easing them back in. Again, it's a position of strength. So, you know, you don't you don't have to force him in there. You know I mean? You got – your linebacking core is deep in there good. Your defensive line is good. I don't think you you need to rush him back in. But I do feel like that's something to look out for. I, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. Winovich, if I had to pick, he's going to be the surprise that gets 
trade or or, or something yeah. before the trade. It seems like he's he's the odd man out. Like yeah, we, which uh, which we, sucks because I like him, but yeah, we predicted know. that Sonny Michelle was the odd man out, and now he's gone. I think uh, I think Chase is next on the watch list. Tucker will take. He's got the prediction. We predicted Zach Wilson was going to get booed. He did. We predicted the Jets were going to get trounced by the Pats. They did. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that we know what we're talking about, but I think we do a little bit. I would say. I don't I'd know. Say so I think I, I think maybe I'm more than a little bit. I, I, yeah. I, hey. think, I think we got some crystal ball shit going on back here. That's for the people to say. That's for our German fans yep. to say. I hope the German fans aren't listening right now. And they're fucking so pumped, and they're, and they're running around to their friends. Oh, come here! I, I can't do a German accent. You gotta get out like, to Oktoberfest. Oh, I hope. Uh, quick side note: this weekend, and for everybody, I don't know if anybody is gone. If you have, let me know if it's fun. I'm going to Epcot for the first time. I'm gonna do the drink oh, around shit. the world thing. Cannot wait! Cannot wait! I'm gonna go to Germany. Obviously, get a beer. I'm gonna cheer yep. to too much to my German das friends. Boot. D- yep. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've never seen beer fest, which is. I, I know that's that's bad. I'm that's, sorry. That's tough. I'm sorry, guys. I'll like, see you. But- no, Epcot's a time. I've never drank around the world, but I've been. I wasn't legal to drink at the time, but I had a fake ID. I got one. But um, <laughs> I, uh, that was my accomplishment of the day when I went. But um, yeah, no, it sounds fantastic. I see all like the the girls just post like each drink at each you know country. And yeah. It's like a oh, Snapchat oh, story. Oh, that's gonna with, be like me. eighteen different drinks. I'm like, oh my god, I get it. You're drinking. It's it. gonna be me. It's gonna be Ecuador. Me. Dude, we're gonna get there probably around like ten. We're gonna we're gonna go there probably closer to noon. I would say within that time, and it's just gonna be it just drinks. It's oh, also the food. It's mid-day. the it's the food and wine festival too. So there's gonna be stellar. food and everything. So oh, either man. way, that's 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 get gonna cre- be a time. Get a crepe for your boy in France. Oh, I will. I will. I'll get it. Moral of the that's story: true. I'm gonna eat crepes and drink beer for our German people. Um, yes. They also Pats also had four sacks, by the way, for going back to the defense. So it wasn't just the pressures. They were around Zach Wilson the whole game, which to me, watching all these other teams, because in the NFL right now, I don't it, it doesn't there's no teams that seem unbeatable. You know, it's not like last year where it was like, OK, so no one's going to beat the Chiefs. The Ravens are going to be impossible to beat. You know, the Bucks are going to be impossible. You know, the Packers are kicking ass. Every single team looks beatable. I mean, I, I just watched the Bucks play the Bucks play the Falcons. And it was a close game until, you know, shit got out of hand. But until the third or the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Really you know, but again, that's the Falcons. They can't finish games. We know no. that as Patriots. <laughs> Don't but worry. yeah, I don't, I, if this front seven keeps developing how they are in the secondary kind of just keeps doing what they're doing. And then Gilmore comes back. This defense is going to be a top four, top five defense. That's why I think. I think it's already a top four, top five defense. Let me hit you with a crazy stat here that I figured out. Hit me. Zach Wilson completed the same amount of passes to wide receivers as he completed to Patriots players. Four passes to wide receivers, four passes to Patriots players. That JC doesn't even Jackson seem possible. Had as many catches. It doesn't. JC Jackson had as many catches as half of the Jets' wide receivers. That's disgusting. And he completed in total 19, 19 for 33 for 210. So the passes he did get to wide receivers were for a good amount of yards. But for the most part, it was dump offs, it was tight ends. It was uh, he was struggling to get it to wide receivers, and when he did, he met a couple of Patriots players along the line. The Devin McCourty interception, obviously, it was a gimme. It was right to him. 
But Devin McCourty, the unsung hero, doesn't it doesn't get said enough. He's always in the right spot at the right time. And mm-hmm. one of the best safeties, not off pure big playmaking, just off sure reliability. He's mm-hmm. always in the right spot, always going to make the tackle. If the there's a play to be made, he's either involved or making that play. And yeah. I, I love Devin McCourty. Can't say it enough. He's always been a top five safety in the league in my eyes. Mm-hmm. He started as a corner. A lot of people forget I know, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had an elite one. Well, not, yeah, no, fuck it. He had an elite first year. He was really good. He was really good. And then second year, shit started to go weird. They brought in Akeem Talib, I believe that was around that same yeah. time where they wanted Area to start. Area thirty-one, him. baby. Yep. God, yeah, I, I love the Akeem. Akeem Talib when he would do. Oh, yeah, I, I loved him. His, yeah, his then, first interception came back for a touchdown against the Colts. Oh, never, ever, 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 ever. Keep to leave was years. awesome, man. I, w- I wish he came back. He was he was going to come back before he retired, but I think uh, yeah. I think he said something like they just couldn't they couldn't you know get it get it worked out or whatever. I remember waking up one morning finding out he had got traded to the Broncos. I almost shot <sighs> myself in the forehead. Yeah, that was yeah. I mean, was I was going to say that's that's kind of over exaggerating, but it's not. But keep to leave was awesome. That's that's one man that'll never have to buy. So good on the Patriots. That one year that he had, he ended up getting hurt. I think in week eight, and Mm -hmm. missed like four, maybe even six weeks after that. Maybe missed the rest of the regular season. But he was stellar. I remember him swatting away at what would have been the game tying or game-ending touchdown against the Falcons to Roddy White. He slapped that shit away. I was like area thirty-one. That that I I love that type of play. Like just like the that's what you need as a corner. To be, you know, like that badass shut down. I mean, unless you're Darrell Revis, who was just a freak, like, like you need to be that like yeah. bump and run, like, listen, bitch, I'm gonna snatch your chain, which he did to yeah. people. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Twice, keep actually. Awesome. I love yeah. the keep to leap. But um, but yeah, I'm I, I don't even remember what we were saying with this. Oh, yeah, Devin McCourty, four yeah. picks. I mean, you I don't care how bad a team is. Four picks is still four picks. You know? it, 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 it does, and, and then those yards that Wilson had, how many of those were were in the last drive or last two drives? You know, yeah. not a lot. I mean, maybe like thirty or forty yards there. But again, it was very clear the Patriots were like, "All right, like, come on, you're getting booed. You don't want to be here. We don't want to be here anymore. We got to go back home. We got to prepare for the Saints and Jimmy's. So we got to be ready to go." Um, no. I don't. I'm just happy, man. I'm happy the Patriots got the first win. I, I, I texted you right when it was done, right when the game was done. I was like, dude, I'm fucking pumped. You were pumped. Yeah. Like it, it's nice to be in the win column. There's a three-way tie for first right now in the AFC. So you're not really losing any ground at all. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't, it, it, it just, it feels like this team is in it, which I think is all we want this year is just for the Patriots. It's the most you can ask for it. really just be in the hunt. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So yeah, overall Patriots. I mean, I give them same thing. I gave Mac, I give them a, uh, I give them a B minus just cause I guess maybe, you know, there were some, you know, missed some missed opportunities to put up more points. I'm going to give them a B minus overall for the game. What do you think? Yeah, I would, I would hover maybe a little higher than that. Just they, yeah. just with a rookie quarterback, they made it as hard for him as possible. 210 mm-hmm. yards is, Hey, he had more passing yards than Mac. Uh, it was an ugly year, 210 yards. That's for sure. But yeah. I, uh, they, they frazzled the rookie quarterback and did exactly what we expected. Uh, if you were to pick an MVP for this game, would it be on the offense or on the defensive end? Because obviously the offense, there's a lot of promise to take away from it. But the defensive end, as you and me have both shared, was clearly the more commanding side of the ball. So if you had to name an MVP, well, who, what's I'm going to I'm gonna throw you for a loop. I'm not picking someone on the offense or the defense. 
I'm picking someone on special teams. I'm picking Nick Folk. The reason being, Folk I, I don't think you can under understate how important it is to have a kicker that you can rely on. I think because those drives that happen to stall, which, which with a rookie quarterback, it's going to happen. Yeah. You need a special teams unit that you can rely on. We already know that, you know, Bailey is one of the best punters ever. Like we don't have yeah, to worry about he, him. He's a man. Nick full 33 straight kicks. They kept saying that on the fucking broadcast. Yeah, I was like, shut I up. Know. I was like, shut, shut up, stop, 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 shut stop. up. But guess what? It doesn't matter. You know why? Cause it's Nick full. This is just what he does. He just, he just drinks beers and kicks field goals. I don't know if he drinks beers. He looks like he would. though. So Nick when Folk. I'm older and senile, I'm going to gather around my grandkids in a circle. I'm going to be like, listen here, Grampy Liam's going to tell you the story of folk hero. Uh, uh the Patriots kicker who never seemed to fucking miss. Oh and he God. is old. He is really old. I'm talking about a strong gust of wind would turn him to dust and blow him down the road. He's real fucking old. Anytime yeah. now, people will be scattering that man's ashes. And he hit three field goals, 49 yards, extremely impressive. 32 mm-hmm. yards. Okay. You know, I'll solid. People, people still miss that. Yep. 26 yards. That's a gimme. Yeah. And then he had the first one was 46 yards, actually. So he had four field goals. I misread that. So two 40 yarders, one just on the cusp of the 50, and then hitting the easy ones, which always seems to be the hardest for a kicker. Yeah. You really can't ask anymore. He accounted no. for goddamn 12 points of a 25 six win. So, yeah. There is nothing in there's. He's like a good I said, MVP. I like it's it, it, it's. It, I was thinking I, I was either going to pick him or you know someone on the line, either Bearmore, Bear whatever the fuck his name is. I, I can never pronounce. It. I always say it three different yep. ways. You try but, the efforts there, but but yeah, Nick Folk to me, and I know it's not the flashy one, but guess what? I'm a Patriots fan. I'm not flashy. I picked the I picked the solid, the stable Nick Folk. Keep doing what you're doing, man, because I'm telling you, as these drives stall out, which, like I said, they will, do not get upset, Patriots fans. It's going to happen. You need a kicker that's going to put points on the board. Better off coming away with three than zero. Nick Folk, Folk Hero, Week 2, MVP. Keep kicking ass, baby. That's my MVP. It. Who you got? I like that a lot. I got Matthew Judon. He's, oh, I he fucking, is I so, fucking love Matthew Judon. He's so impactful. Oh. Every fucking play. I've never seen somebody who was criticized so much before the season. People brought up those deep statistic divers were like uh, Matthew Judon in a Bill Belichick type defense was only, you know, successful in 33% of the time last year. I don't think he'll be able to do that full time, blah, blah, blah. I remember Perfect voice. That's what those people stats. sound like. Perfect yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like one of those like uh, downtrodden, like their uh, wife has two cell phones. Uh. <laughs> it's like he was in on every single play and, like uh, like ripping the shower curtain off the bar that goes across. Every time the offensive lineman would come to him, bang, that dude's out of the way. Excuse oh. me. He looked like uh, what's J- uh, Bates in uh, Psycho. When he um, murders the girl in the shower, yep. he just yep. moves the yep. shower Christian curtain. Yeah, that's what he looked like. He's like, moved the offensive lineman. There's the quarterback going for the kill. Like he He had his first sack of the season on him yeah. and hey sacks a sack like it was impressive it was good he beat mm-hmm. the offensive lineman got right to him got his business done but he pressured on three of the four interceptions he was right there causing those interceptions and picks it's very rare you throw an interception if you are protected perfectly yeah 
Mm-hmm. Corner corners and secondary guys need the defensive line to apply pressure to put that sense of urgency in the quarterback so he makes the slightest error. Even mm-hmm. if it's on target, if it's a little to the left, little to the right, that gives the defenders a chance. Football's a game of inches. To Corey and Davis, Ma- it was. It was a little high. Yeah, and Matthew Judon took advantage of the inches he was given. Matthew Judon gave all the inches, all, all the inches. A so cent- gave a few centimeters, I would say. So so many. <laughs> we could hop over to the metric system too for the Germans too if, if we want to. Oh fuck yeah, kilometers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Translate. That's like the first thing I think of. Is, is we'll just is say kilometers. six kilometers. That seems like a long amount of a long. Distance. Seems good. That's fucking you. I think a kilometer is more than a mile. Whatever. Yeah, Matt <laughs> Judon though. I love do I love Matt Judon. I so good. I said he he's going to be overall. <laughs> Um, I think he's going to be the Patriots' defensive MVP. Yeah. I think and so. he's he's become the face of this defense in a sense that a defense that already had an identity. Like Chasey Jackson is an upcoming stud. Mm-hmm. Hightower is still there. Yeah, yep. Hightower has been the anchor of that defense for years. Devin McCourty has been the true anchor of that defense for even longer. So it's like they already – and Van Noy has been hanging around. They already have a bunch of these guys that's already established in this defense. And Judon comes in and immediately – makes huge impact all every play the run he stops the run he was came in as a real like run stopping guy he wasn't particularly a pass rusher he looks like one of the finest pass rushers i've ever seen since fucking when yeah yeah and i it must just be bill being like all right i got a new weapon here what can i do with them he moves them around the line Mm -hmm. obviously the the Jets don't have a very good line, so he can kind of put them anywhere. But on teams that have a better line, if they're missing one guy, if they have a rookie starting in one spot, then you know Bill's like, all right, we're going to move you over here. We're going to put you against this guy. You just take advantage of him. Like, you know. Yep. 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 That, I, I think that's what he did this game because I think they're, uh, the Jets starting left tackle was a, uh, was a rookie. So I feel yes. like they took advantage of him. Yeah. Matt Judon, I mean, that – I, I can't say enough good things about him. He's he seems like a patriot through and through, even yeah. in his even in his post game pressers and everything. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He just wants to that's win. Literally, what it comes down to. Yeah, you come to the Patriots. All you got to do is want to win. That's it. That's it. Which is weird because I was told that nobody would want to come here after Tom Brady left. Which is so strange. Which Isn't is crazy. Which and is then, what is weird. This? Two two. This would be the second year removed from Tom One, Brady. One, two, wait, 20, 20, 20, 20. I'm, I'm just double checking your math. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, no, this would be and, the second year. And we got uh, a bunch of new free agents who willingly signed here. Willingly? Are you sure, though? There wasn't no, like, there, there wasn't no, like, death threats? Hey, unless, thought, unless, Billy, huh. unless Billy B's holding them at gunpoint behind the curtains, you know, something huh. that we're missing here, it seems like players want to play here. That's fucking wild. It that's wild. And it seems like they're having fun too, which, you know, I, I know that Bill Belichick hates fun, but you know, maybe, yeah. maybe he's changed, you know, maybe this old Masters. dog has a new spot. Hey, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Tom Brady was the ruiner of fun. And now that he's gone, Bill feels like he can be himself. That's a fucking take because you know, we all hear, <laughs> you know, Oh, Oh, I am. I'm taking, a, a, I'm taking this and running with it because we all hear that Tom Brady was being held back by Bill Belichick. Au contraire, mon frere, my friend. That's not German shit. That's Au French. revoir. Au revoir, bitch. No, <laughs> I think maybe Tom Brady was holding Bill back. You could tell Bill cracking those little smiles. He would probably crack a smile, and then Brady would look at him and be like, listen, you old man, you sit the fuck down, okay? No smiling. No laughing. You show me that shit again. Yeah, don't, don't you dare smile. 
and then Bill Belichick has to go be has to go be Mister Mister Pouty Face. I think that we are up seventeen points. Why are you smiling, Bill? That's, that's it. That that hot take, guys. So when this does come out, like a few years from now, just remember you heard it here first on Tuck Rule Takes. No. Tom Brady was holding back Bill Belichick's fun. That's what he was doing. Crazy, crazy. raining on his parade. It's raining on the same parade. people don't see this earlier. Yeah, yeah, nope. Speaking of parades, uh, parades, Mardi Gras, New Orleans. Patriots play the Saints next week. How'd you like that fucking that that uh that Never transition? Reach, but I liked it. I liked I don't, it. I don't I don't I don't give a shit. Piss off. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> um yeah, so Get uh, Saints, Saints come into town. Uh Saints are coming marching in. Shit, I should have just said that. Fuck, that was a better one. Saints are coming marching in this been. weekend. Um Jameis Winston, fresh off a uh two pick, no touchdown game against the Panthers. Um before we before we kind of dip out of here. Liam, I'll start with you. What do you what do you see for this game? How do you think it's going to go? Just At just home. like I predict, just like I predicted in our uh, schedule prediction, and as I said on Al's podcast, because I think Al's going to the game or uh, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a few I think uh, Couch Guy people who are. Going yeah, to my buddy's going actually. But, Not us um, though. No one ever invites us. No, we're we're too crazy. badass for them. We're too uh, rebellious. <laughs> Whatever. The, the, the Patriots fans are a Patriots podcast. Why the fuck yeah. would they want to go? Yeah. Um, I digress. I digress. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be close. Uh, the this was a. Jameis lost to the Panthers. That's a division rival game. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. you're a big fan of saying division games are always nitty gritty, always tough. They are. They so are. I think he was a victim of that circumstance. I also think the Panthers are an above average team. I think they're a good, good football Sneaky team. Sneaky good like is, the, is yes. the phrase that's yes. getting thrown around. Yep. A hundred percent. I love Sam Darnold, what he brings to that team. And I think they're a very capable playoff team this year. Not mm-hmm. a contender, but a capable playoff team. Yeah. So there's no sh- shame in losing to them. Obviously, it was an ugly loss, though. Jameis, no touchdowns, two picks. I watched the whole game. I thought his picks were more or less just him trying to force it downfield. That's kind of how the Saints offense runs. That's how Jameis has always played. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton loves the deep ball. Yep. I remember seeing clips of Drew Brees throwing like a, a deep interception and going to the sidelines and just being like, and flipping out and being super pissy through a pick. Sean Payton's like, no, nah, keep throwing it deep. That was a good look. He's like, yeah. even if they got the pick, like, we're trying to take shots down the field. We're, just a we punt. Want, it's just a big punt. <laughs> he's like, we want this defense on edge. Like, that was a good move. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Drew, Drew's so competitive that he didn't really like that. I'm sure Jameis hears that and he's like, all right, got it. Just fucking slam that say, shit. Okay, shot puts yeah. that thing 50 yards. Yeah, because yeah. one of his interceptions, spin moves this dude yep. so sick and then yep. slings it right to the defender. Yep. But if he had just put a little more mustard on it, if he could have angled it a little higher, mm-hmm. kind of Aaron Rodgers, that shit, and get behind those two defenders, he had a guy behind them to yep. throw it to. So I just think yep. after the spin move, he couldn't get enough on the throw. I think Jameis is still more than capable. Bill's going to give him hell. It's going to be tough for Jameis. I think it's going to be another two interception game. I also think it's going to be a two to three touchdown game for Jameis. So I think it's going to be a tight one, but there, again, there's no reason why the Patriots shouldn't win this. The Saints have two premier defenders out, especially uh, Davenport. They're rushing their edge rusher. He's a stud. He's out and they have two, maybe three assistant coaches out. I don't know if it's because of COVID or if it's due to other concerns, but they have assistant coaches coaches out too so depending on if they come back i think that's a huge part of it too they're at a disadvantage without those guys so i think it's a close one there's no reason why the patriots shouldn't win if they lost by three 
I'd expect that if they lose by anything more than like five, I'd be slightly concerned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with, with, with a lot of what you said, the one thing that I, uh, I'm going to kind of go a little bit to the left on, I don't think it's going to end up being that close because like you said, um, Sean Payton does like to throw the ball deep. He does like to get it down there and everything. The issue is with in conjuncture with this Patriots pass rush, I think it's going to be similar to the game against the Panthers, which is kind of like what you say, he's going to have a couple picks. I just, I just think with how the Patriots do run their offense, I think they're going to run it a lot more or, you know, do those short little passes, which keep the time, keep the clock rolling. I don't think the the Saints are going to have an, enough time, just flat out time to score yeah. three touchdowns or, or even two or three, because like I said, I think that Jameis throws maybe two, maybe three picks. And it, it's not an indictment on Jameis. I personally, no. I, Always liked him, had no issue with him. I just, I see Bill scheming. Now we're going to start to see it's Bill scheming a little bit. on the Patriots' great defense. Yeah, 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 that's all it is. So I think, I mean, I don't know the exact score. All I know is I think the Patriots win by two scores, whether that's by 10, whether that's by 13. I don't know. I do think that it's it ends up being a relatively comfortable win. I see it going along the lines of this Jets game where it was still kind of like, ah, uh, yeah, like we were getting picks, but we were only getting field goals and this and that. But then the, the Pats kind of pulled away. I see it being a little bit closer, maybe into the third, midway through the third. But then I think that Jameis throws another pick and maybe it's a pick six or something like that. Um, I think yeah. the I think the Pats D gets a touchdown. That's going to be my my hot take. I think it, it is going to be a pick six or like a scoop six or something like I that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone's going to give him the opportunity, it's Jameis. I would double down on my point, though, just because. Every time it seems like there's a Sean Payton versus Bill Belichick matchup, whether oh, obviously the past, that, it's yeah. always been with Tom, Tom Brady and Drew Brees. You know, you've always had high power quarterbacks on either end. So now this is going to be the first time those two match up and it's different. So it's going to be a huge reliance on coaching. Who's going to out coach who on this side of the ball? Mm-hmm. I think Sean Payton's still one of the top 10 greatest coaches ever. I think he's a stellar, stellar coach. And they have a good defense still, too. Wonders. What, yeah done wonders with a once shitty and disgraced organization now they're one of the you know premier most successful teams of the decade so i think it's still going to be close i just think sean payton almost knows what to expect from bill in a sense and doesn't know what to expect in other circumstances but he knows what he wants to do against them and maybe he won't get that time maybe the patriots will burn that clock i think that all depends on how healthy the saints defense is because mm-hmm. they can't chew clock if they can't get yards, if they're not getting first downs, which Mac could struggle with against this defense. All it takes is one Jameis bomb down the sideline. He gets lucky. The yeah. fucking receiver gets it, gets a yep. breakaway, and then it's a touchdown. And yep. that can be like a three-possession three drive, 78-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. You're like, God damn, they scored in 14 seconds. Like, So I, that's why I think it's going to be close. Uh, it's kind of a contrast because the Saints work really fast on offense the Patriots work pretty slow on offense yeah. so it's going to be very interesting to see yeah yeah I mean I could like you said I I could easily see Jameis having one of those you know deep passes where all of a sudden you're like wait what the how the fuck did this guy get so open you know whether it's you know it, yeah. I don't think it's going to be on Jackson whether it's on like uh Williams or Jonathan Jones or something I don't like think that. it'll be on Jackson either just to no, no 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 yeah yeah it's it, it's gonna be like some stupid like breakdown in coverage or there's like a pick where you know one of them gets picked you know a legal pick or or illegal who gives a shit yeah. someone's gonna get picked and it's gonna be some crazy thing like that um yeah I didn't even think of the Sean Payton versus Bill Belichick matchup I was just thinking strictly of the players props to the man 
I think, okay. I think the pass went by 10 then if I have to, if I have to change that. And again, it's not, it, it, it's <laughs> not an indictment. It, it's, it's not an indictment on the Saints. I just, for some reason, I'm like weirdly confident and excited about the Patriots. I think that, I think that they get a good win. They get a good confidence boost going into week four, which is the game we're all waiting for. I think that's going to be the ultimate litmus test for where this team is. Tom Brady and his band of fucking pirates come to town. So We'll see that that's going to be a great week. There's a uh, joke there somewhere there. Oh yeah, there is. I will try to think of one <laughs> at least by the time we have that next pod. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think so. I think the, so just to clarify, do you have the Patriots or the saints winning? If you had to pick. Uh, yeah. I need a score. Just whoever you think. If I have to pick. I originally said the saints. Nah, I still think the saints win. You think the saints? All right, I'm going the. See, I told you as we would disagree. I'm going the Patriots. Yeah, I still um, think the saints win. I just, I just think that Jameis Winston's his his uh, what's the word? His um, not so greatness MVP. is going to outshine Sean Payton's greatness. You know. See, That's, I think Jameis is a baller. No, he is. He's 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 what they call a gunslinger. I feel yes. like. he's like a, he just fires farms. around. I think I think the gun is gonna backfire on him, and Bill yeah. Belichick the is recoil gonna, is gonna hit him in the face. A that's what times. I think. Yeah, yeah. And then can you? I, I feel like that shit would actually happen to Jameis. He'd be like, oh, hey, what happened? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I think I think the uh, I think the Patriots win. But I think either way, though, we are excited about what's going on with the Pats right now. You know, everybody, calm down. By. There's a lot to be encouraged by. Calm down with Josh McDaniels. He guys, he yeah, he fucks up, but he's gonna give you a lot more good shit than bad shit. Yeah, I don't know. Calm down. That, that hate at all. No, no. I think I think it's I don't know. I think I'm 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 just gonna blame Maddie B. It was him who started it. Whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, shame I think, for those people to listen to Maddie B. <laughs> they should yeah. they should know better. Yeah, all five of them. You fucking <laughs> god. You know Bastards. what? I, Anyway, you know, whatever. Patriots, one and one, finally in the win column. Like I said, records tied with the Chiefs, so that's always nice. Um, I got I got nothing else, man. I'm just excited. I can't wait to see next week. Um, I might even fuck around and watch the game inside in Applebee's. Who knows? I'll just let the whole world burn. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm excited. I got, I got nothing left to say, though. Um, Patriots are one and one. Like I mentioned, I'm excited about the team. What do you think? Any any final words for our fans and our German fans? Yeah, I want to see Matthew Judon terrorize Jameis. I, I still think Jameis is going to win. I th- still think he's going to play well enough that he'll get the dub. But I want to see him get terrorized. And with all these defensive players out, Patriots offensive line needs to shape up a little bit. So I want to see some, I'm looking at the lines this week. I want to see defensive line get pressure on a pretty good offensive line of the saints. Mm-hmm. And I want uh injured Patriots offensive line to hold up, just hold up. You can get, give up one sack, maybe two, just don't give up a QB hit every, you know, three plays hold up against an already injured Saints defensive line. That's all I ask. Bare minimum, just don't fall apart on a line that's already <laughs> missing their two best players. Please. I think if if Trent Brown is back, I am going to have little. If to Trent no Brown's worries. back, it's a lock. If he isn't back, then it's going to be like, okay, here we go. We're going to have yeah. The then, then you're like, all right, let's hope for some magic that. here. Please, boys, pull it out. Yeah, which it which is you know what? Fine, because like I said, if you if you can win this game, you're two and one going into week four. I'm 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 happy with that. You know, yeah. that's, oh, that's what comes down to. So if, if Trent Brown's back, 
all, all full steam ahead. If he's not, be a little worried about the offensive line, but um, it's going to be a good game. Pat Saints, that's the next one. Um, we will see everybody next week. Well, you'll see us. We'll just see each other because we talk on this. You'll hear us. Oh, we next could week. see you if you follow us on Twitter and engage with us. I would love to start talking to some fans. I have a lot of stuff I like to debate. Let's get those debates out there. Yeah, yeah. Please do hit up couchguysports.com. You can see um, you can see everything there. We got pods. I'm Mike Sullivan. Like I said, I'm on there. I write about the Patriots. Liam's got his Rafters podcast. Celtics. If you like a little uh, basketball. Quick little new girl reference. Oh, yes. I don't know who's seen new girl, but that's a little new girl reference. Um, but yeah, basketball, he's got everything going on there. Um, I got Patriots stuff going on at Coach Guy Sports. Like I said, hit it up. Dynasty starting. Coach Guy Sports, Tuck Rule takes Patriots 2.0. Dynasty is starting. Like I said, I'm not going to stop saying it because guess what? I'm going to will this shit into existence. We're putting um, you guys on notice. Put, yeah, I'm putting the whole NFL world, the whole podcast world on notice. Yeah, double snap, all this yeah. shit Don't going on. Snap my fingers in the Z formation. Snap your fingers, do your step. All right. Anyways, <laughs> guys, for uh for Liam, Liam McDade, Mike Sullivan, go Patriots, Tuck Rule Takes. We out. Later. Sweet feet. Sweet feet. Sweet feet.